Hello there. Welcome to Tales from the Cubby Mates podcast with yours truly, Julia Matthews, and my husband will be here shortly, Timothy or Tim. The reason I wanted to start this podcast was to kind of get my journey out there, but also my husband and I feed off each other really well when we're getting along. (laughs) All you married couples out there know what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, so I started Tales from the Cubby Mates during a time when the world had gone to shit and my personal life was in a medically sad state. So... I wanted to tell everybody my journey because a lot of women aren't um, willing to, not, not, not willing, they're afraid to talk maybe or not sure where to turn to and I have always felt like if I can get my story out there that even if it helped one person get through the hardest time of their life that would make it worth the while. Um, but before I start on that journey, um, I have to go back to when my journey started. In 2013, I chose to have a breast reduction. Now, anybody that's had one, maybe they have had this issue, but for me, it started producing a lot of lumps. Um, The doctor calls them fatty necrosis, which is normal. I guess it happens a lot. Could be due to surgery, whatever. So I was living in California at the time, and I went to an awesome doctor at Hogue Hospital, or attached to Hogue Hospital, I should say. Um, And she scanned them. Every six months we got them scanned and never once did I have a feeling that it was going to be bad. Even when I had a biopsy, um, I remember being scared, but, um, I just, I just felt like it was going to be fine because, you know, the nurse I had there who did my ultrasounds every time she was awesome. She explained everything to me. She didn't give me any medical Um, diagnosis when she was doing it she just explained you know this is what we look for this is what we like to see really informative really um, helpful and and put my mind at ease and um, made it the best possible um, visit if you can say that about having to get your boobs smashed and then have an ultrasound to make sure that you know nothing was growing or anything like that um but she was awesome. Just a complete joy. Um, and the doctor, if I, she could be any better, I would say that. But I, she was just as awesome. So um, every six months I would go and get scanned. And this started in probably 2014, I would say. Um, no, probably, yeah, 2013 it started. And then we moved back to Arizona in 2015 where she 
suggested I continue going to see somebody, which I did. I chose the most popular imaging place that you could think of here in Arizona, and um, I started going in 2015. I got a scan in 2015. Six months later, it was 2016. Um, said it was fine. Um, oh, wait, I actually had to back up. Sorry. I forgot to say in 2014, when I had a biopsy done, it came back benign. Everything was fine. It popped the second they got in there. It was just, you know, the fatty necrosis. Anyways, sorry about that. I jumped a little bit. So when we moved back to Arizona, I brought all my records. I gave them all to this imaging place, started going. I went, I want to say, you know, in 2015, end of 2015, I went maybe once in 2016 and once in 2017 per their recommendations. 2017, they said, okay, you're good. You're all clear. We don't see a change. We're going to go ahead and sign off on you for the next, you know, until you turn 40, which was, I think, two years away from that. Um, so, or a year, I think. Um, and that's when you're supposed to get checked is 2000. I mean, is when you turn 40. So, so that was in 2017, all clear. So then I went to my yearly uh, GY and check in 2018, and it was previous to my 40th birthday. So I didn't get a prescription to get a scan in 2018. Um, finally, when 2019 rolled around, and I was fine, I didn't feel anything, and I always did regular checks um, just because I know um, that I'm, I, I use, usually have them. Didn't feel anything. So come 2019, I go in to see my gynecologist for my yearly check. And, you know, he's like, okay, it's time for, you know, your yearly mammogram. Perfect. Scheduled it. At this time, I was almost 41 um, and went back to the same imaging place that had all of my records from California, all the records that I had, you know, the three, four appointments that I had previous to this appointment and thought, okay, I'm, I'm in good hands. Didn't feel anything, thought I was fine. So, um, I got my normal scan in May of 2019 and, um, that was May 29th, excuse me, 2019. And in July got the all clear, not only from this imaging place, but also from my gynecologist just letting me the gynecologist just said hey we heard from the imaging place you're good everything's clear repeat in whatever recommended time they said I want to say a year um I think that's the recommended time that they do now is is a year um once you turn 40 I could be wrong don't quote me so um now after this July all clear at some point, I felt something new in my left side. Um, it was just this pea-sized um, lump in my left breast. But I'm—I always get it checked out, even if 
this wonderful doctor I, I go to who is my, was my surgeon and is still my doctor. Um, even if she looks at me crazy because of family history, I go no matter what. Um, I, I'm always from the, the mindset of better safe than sorry. So I went, um, I made the appointment and she couldn't get me in until, um, late October. And it was probably a couple weeks, maybe a few weeks out, which is fine. Um, and I almost canceled because it started to go away. I think like around my period, it was bigger, but then it went away, um, after that. So, or it went down, I should say. It didn't go away, but it went down. So I figured it just had to do with my period. I don't know. Anyways, so I kept the appointment. By the time it came around, I procrastinated, didn't cancel it, and uh, decided, okay, I'm going to go. So I went into her, and, um, you know, she looked at it, and she, I believe, did an ultrasound of it because she's really good. Love her to death. Um, You know, speaking of family history, while my aunts didn't test positive for any genes, um, I had two aunts on my mom's side that had breast cancer. Um, One aunt chose to get a single mastectomy. The other chose for lumpectomies. Um, She had two different kinds on each side. And um, this was her doctor or their doctor, I should say. So um, I had gone to her previous when they were diagnosed back in, gosh, 2006. I remember my daughter was just born. I, of course, was like, okay, I need to get checked. Done. Like, I'm just going to get checked just to be safe. And I went to this doctor then. And then when I moved back here, um, I followed up in 2015 with her. And she's the one that went ahead and ordered the, you know, ultrasounds and mammograms through this imaging place, uh, back in 2015 when we moved back to Arizona. So, um, love this doctor, trust her with my whole life, trust her opinion. She is just fabulous. Her office was fabulous. Her reception or or her nurse, her assistant, just the sweetest person. And mind you, I'd only seen them like maybe a, a few times, not But just those few times, they made a difference. Just so caring and, you know, you weren't rushed. You weren't, you know, made to feel like you had to leave right away or they had other places to be. Just very, very, very good bedside manner. So um, when I was with her uh, on October 29th, she had noticed that this imaging place had not done a comparison from my mammogram in May of 2019 to the one in from 2017. And she kind of was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And um, she said, but they say it's okay. So, you know, um, you know, it's fine. And so we went about our business and, um, she did my exam and was like, no, I think it's good. You know, I think we're fine. I think it's just fatty necrosis. It's all good. Um, and then I left and I was like, okay, that's fine. But then I got a call. And it was from this imaging place. 
that said, hey, your doctor ordered a rescan. Um, she asked for a comparison and we noticed that there was a change. And something in me just like, I just knew. I, I just, it, I don't know how I knew. I don't know what told me it was not good. Um, but I just had that gut feeling it, and, and I didn't like it. So it's crazy because I think it was the next day and it was on my brother's birthday. So that's how I know. But, um, my doctor's assistant called me and she's like, Hey, um, so funny. I just got a call from this imaging place and they want to rescan you because they said that there's a change. And I said, Oh, that's funny because I got the same call. Um, so, and I was at work when I got this and it was just, you know, crazy. So, um, I went ahead and what I did is because I just, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that, you know, this could happen. Like, how do you not compare the scans? Like you're, you're having people's lives in your hands and, and granted, yes, I know they're people, people make mistakes. I understand that, but to have this big of a mistake happen, like I, I was just, I was dumbfounded. I was like, are you, like, are you kidding me? And I tried to call and talk to the doctor and, and get some answers. And it's like, why? Like, why? And all you want to know is why? Like, my life is now in jeopardy. And like, why? Why? Why am I having all these feelings and now worried and stressed? And I'm just like, like why? So I um, went and um, I knew they had all my records. Um, I knew that I needed to get a copy of them and find a new scanning place. And, um, it's, it's funny because when I called to get copies of my records, I did, I did talk to somebody and I said, why wasn't there a comparison? Like, why, why didn't they do that? And the lady on the phone told me, well, we don't have any other records from you. When I tell you my job out hit the ground, my job out hit the ground. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I made sure to bring all of my CDs, all of my paper records, everything, everything. It like, ugh, it was horrible. So I ended up asking a recommendation from my doctor's office for a scanning place and they um, found one for me and I got all of my records from this original imaging place who shall not be named, but just do your research. And when I say it was like pulling teeth to get my records, it was horrible. I, the first set of records they gave me, now mind you, I told them this is for my mammograms. They gave me my records from a scan I had done on like my shoulder. Like, are you kidding me? Is that, is that my boobs? No. Is that a mammogram? No. 
So it took a good, you know, three or four times of me actually having to go in there and say, listen, this is what I need. Please hand it over before they actually gave me all the correct information. So I made an appointment um, with this other um, practice, with this other imaging place. And um, they got me in, I mean, I want to say fairly soon, but um, I mean, is it really soon when, you know, you're waiting (laughs) to hear what's going on? (laughs) Um, So yeah, it, it, it was not as soon as I would have liked it to be. Um, but I got in late November. Um, I remember it was, um, the week before, um, Thanksgiving or two weeks before Thanksgiving, excuse me. Um, yeah, it was on the 15th of November that I had my appointment at the new place. I had to make sure all my records were over there and Now, I have a rather large family, and I said, oh, yeah, I have to get a mammogram. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get this checked. But I never fully um, told anybody anything because I was like, I, I kind of knew in my heart of hearts what it was. And I didn't want to worry anybody. And my mom was going through a lot with my dad. My dad had a stroke. 2015. So she's his caretaker. And I know she has a lot on her plate. I didn't want to worry her. Um, I was grateful enough or not to have a girlfriend who, um, was going through the same thing, believe it or not. It was rather crazy. Like she, um, has a twin sister who had breast cancer as well and, um, went through breast cancer treatment and, for whatever reason, we had mammograms at the same time, as well as my other coworker. All three of us had mammograms around the same time. One of us got the all clear. Two of us were like, "Hey, we need to get something done." Um, she had to. Ha- my girlfriend had to have a biopsy. I had to have a biopsy. Um, like it was just so crazy. Like we all we were both going through the same thing. All three of us. But I didn't know the third coworker was going through this until after the fact, which is funny to think about. So anyways, on the night, on the 15th, I go in for my boob scan and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the screen and I'm looking at this. And remember back in California, I had an awesome nurse and doctor there who told me everything and explained everything to me. What you look for, what is a good lump to see, what's a bad lump to see, and at first, the um, ultrasound technician couldn't find anything. And so she went to the doctor and the, the doctor came in and a uh, radiologist came in and, and said, got the wand and said, it's right here. And so the second I saw it, like my heart sunk. And it just like... Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, so don't take my word for it. But what my nurse had explained to me in California was that um, they like to see solid, round circles. And anything other than that is not 
they don't like to see that. I'm not going to say it's not good. They just don't like to see that. And this was not a round circle that I saw. So um, I remember the radiologist looked at me and said, I think it's a radiologist. Anyways, don't come at me. Um, Touched my arm and she said, it's grown. We need to get a biopsy of it. My heart sank again. I remember making the appointment and um, it was all kind of just like a blur. I remember the nurse like saying, are you okay? Well, no, I'm not okay. Like, I, I, I appreciate it. And I was not rude to her by any means, but it, my mind was just swimming. I have three children. Um, I have family. I, I have like, I, it was just like all emotions going through me. It, I just, it was, it was a lot. Um, so I remember walking out and I made the appointment. They were able to get me in. Now, mind you, this is on a Friday, Friday afternoon. And I left with a, an appointment on Tuesday afternoon to get a biopsy done. And um, this is the week before Thanksgiving. So I remember walking to my car and now, mind you, at this point, I really didn't know, but I knew what it was, if you guys understand. Like, anyone that's been through this, I think once you look back and the shock wears off, you kind of know. Um, so, yeah, I I was walking to my car and I called my girlfriend and I was just sobbing. And I, there, I just, I don't know. Like, I was grateful that she went through the same thing at the same time. But then, you know, I joked with her and I was like, listen, I got this. Don't worry. Like, I got this. You're going to be good. I got this. And we laughed and chuckled and kind of like, you know. So I got home and I told my husband, Tim, and, um, you know, we we just kind of went about our weekend. Tuesday comes and um, I get there and <laughs> I swear... I watched them do this. It's it's the weirdest thing ever to not feel. Now, mind you, I had a biopsy done previous, but to not feel the needle go in. And the whole time she's explaining it to me, and I just remember back to when I was pregnant and I had an ultrasound of one of my kids, and I was like, oh my God, there's the head. And they're like, no, that's the stomach. I was completely off from what they were doing, like completely off. It was crazy. Um... So I saw like, well, what I thought I saw the needle go in and they did the biopsy and the whole time I'm just sitting there and I'm like, well, can I see it? And so she brought over the little vial and total TMI, but it looked like a white worm. And I was like, well, that's odd because that's not what my other biopsy was. So I kind of knew again. Like, it was just all these things that kept checking off, checking off, checking off. And <clears throat> I know this is going to sound weird, but I always had a vision of myself having to go through cancer treatment. I don't know why. Don't call me crazy. I just have always had this, like, feeling, this this intuition, this something. I don't know. And maybe that's why I've always been, like, so on top of that 
really all of my health. Like I, I really tried to get, um, you know, stuff done, checked up, everything. So I leave and they're like, well, it could take up to, you know, 24 hours to 48 hours. And I'm like, great. So I remember I was at work again. Why does everything always happen at work, right? Um, it was about three-ish in the afternoon. And I saw my doctor's name pop up on the screen. And I was like, oh, okay, I got this. Whatever it is, I got this. Even though, again, I kind of knew. I was like, I got this. Like, God doesn't give you more than you can handle, right? So I answered the phone. And I go outside, and mind you, I work on a job site. So thankfully nobody was there, but I go outside and I sit in my car. And she's like, hey, you know, I just wanted to call, let you know that, um, yes, it is indeed cancer. And we want to get you in for genetic testing, and we want to set you up on an appointment to go over your options. And um, I just like broke. Um, and she was so kind, so kind. And again, not rushing me off the phone, not being, you know, short with me, just like, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, it it is, it is very tiny. We caught it early. This is good. She didn't really have any other, um, uh, answers for me. She needed to do more testing, of course. So, um, I was just like stunned, even though I kind of knew I was stunned. So I remember, you know, thank you so much. Try like my fault is trying to make others feel better when I feel like crap. Right. Um, okay. You know, I made an appointment to get in to see her, um, that Friday, Um, so it was the 20th, the week before, um, Thanksgiving, I made an appointment to see her on that Friday, which was the 22nd, um, to get my genetic test done, which was simple. You go in, spit in a thing, you're good. Um, I'm sorry. It wasn't the 22nd. It was my, during my appointment. What's odd is I had a genealogy test on the 22nd. That's what I'm getting messed up. Um, I wanted to go and see what my genes would tell me for my future. And it's funny how God works because I had this set up months in advance. Um, you know, and then this happens and I'm like, well, I guess I don't need to go there anymore. (laughs) So I remember ending the call And I was like, okay, I got to compose myself because I, again, I'm at work. So I had to go in and get my purse, shut my stuff down and get the heck out of there. Thank God it was at the end of the day. But, um, I remember I didn't run into anybody. I went in, grabbed my stuff, left. And on the way home, I called Tim and I was just sobbing and in pure Tim style, he's like, well, do I need to come home? And I just sat there and he's like, "Never mind, I'm on my way home. And so I hung up the phone again, a mess. And by, at this point, I hadn't told anybody um, except him. And even though my girlfriend knew what I was going through, um, 
I didn't call her yet. Um, and I, I again had mentioned things in to my mom and, and, and sisters in passing or, you know, whatever, but not in full detail. And my next obstacle was getting home into my room without my children seeing what a wreck I was because I was kind of at the point where I didn't know how to deal with it yet and I didn't want to just have diarrhea of the mouth with them and scare the bejesus out of them because at the time they were 14, 12, and 14? No. Um, yeah, 13, 11, and 8 or something like that. So... Um, I, I remember getting home. I remember saying, hi guys, like, Hey, I'm just going to go upstairs, you know, no big deal. And just praying, praying that Timothy would make it home before I had to, um, do anything else because I was just like, my wheels were spinning. I was sobbing, crying, hysterical. Like I, I, as anyone who's been through this knows it's just you don't know how you're going to react until the news hits you even though yes I had a feeling I just I didn't know once the truth came out it just hit me like a ton of bricks um everything starts going through your mind you know oh my god I'm not going to be here for my kids um, what am I going to do? What are they going to do? Um, you know, how's my husband going to survive? <laughs> That's a funny one, but yes. Um, like I, I just, yeah, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, but on that note, I think I'm going to end this episode on that and we will pick up from when Timothy gets home, I kind of wanted to keep these to a 30 minute mark. I know my ADD gets distracted after a certain time. So, um, I hoped you enjoyed the first episode. And again, I'm just doing this to get my journey out there in hopes of helping somebody going through this or that has gone through this or feels lost going through this. It's not easy to do it alone. And you do do it alone if you have nobody around you that has gone through this as well. Even with my huge family, as well as my husband's family, who all were great all around, it, there's something about talking to somebody that has been through it or is going through it that just gives you peace of mind. Um, it's hard to describe it, but again, I, I'm not sure why people feel like they can't talk about it. Um, maybe it's, I don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. I don't know, but, um, I just wanted to get my journey out in hopes of helping somebody. So, um, if you have any questions, you can always email me at cubbymates at gmail.com. And until next time, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day.